0: The views on a breath of fresh air podcast reflects the parties involved and we encourage you all to use it as a conversational tool that will lead to personal studies of your own.
1: Welcome to a Breath of Fresh Air podcast, here with your hosts, Earl Roberts and Nakaz Gay. As a young person, Christianity can be so foggy, like smoke in the mirrors and so unclear. But we're here to bring you
0: a breath of fresh air. Bashar. Yes. Who are you? My name is Jehu, son of Hanani, and I have brought to you a word from the Lord." Hmm, carry on. He says, Inasmuch as I lifted you out of the dust and made you rule over my people Israel, and you have walked in the way of Jeroboam, and have made my people Israel sin, to provoke me to anger with their sins, surely." I will take away the posterity of Basha and the posterity of his house. And I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nabat. The dog shall eat whoever belongs to Basha and dies in the city. And the birds of the air shall eat whoever dies in the fields.
1: In our recent episodes, we have tracked the paths of both the kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of Judah. We saw how Judah returned to God and expelled all their idols under King Asa. This week, however, we are focusing on 1 Kings chapter 16 and narrowing in on the kingdom of Israel. Can they change their downward spiral? As always, be blessed and enjoy. All right, welcome back to another episode of a Breath of Fresh Air podcast here with your host, Nakaz Kate and Earl Roberts. Uh, hopefully everyone, have, again, had a great week. Hopefully everyone's doing good. And yeah, so definitely housekeeping items. Hopefully, if you enjoy our content, definitely like the podcast. If you're so inclined, during the podcast, if you are listening on YouTube Can you kindly leave a comment letting us know your thoughts on the episode, your thoughts on the Bible passage, anything else you want to add to the conversation, anything else you agree or disagree with? Because we're not just here for, like, agreement. We're here to, like, again, make the Bible more conversational, get people actually talking about the scriptures and actually, like, reading it for themselves. And that's kind of why one of the main things we do, because someone asked me, like, why you guys just read it? Because, one, we don't want to, like, just... Have a conversation about it and not actually like read it. So you guys can we can read it to you guys. You can hear it and you also can hear our commentary around it. And we definitely want to hear you guys' input as well. So
0: yeah, it's it's like a it's like a a podcast Bible study. It ain't it ain't one hundred percent podcast where we just talking. You know, I I, I feel like it's it stems from our Bible study format. And another thing too, Mm -hmm. a lot of times I get into conversations about the Bible. Might be talking to my wife or just talking in general. And it might spark a, a question about a certain passage. And I'll start to say, oh, yeah, so, um, yeah, Genesis 50, when when David, when um, when David, Joseph was talking to his brothers, this is not in the third. And I may feel like I'm missing details. And so right then and there, I'd say, you know what? Let's just read it. Let's just read it, bro, because we're going to be playing a telephone game if I'm just, if you and I internalize and summarize and then regurgitate, we're going to miss details, for sure. That's going to be useful to um everyone that's, that's reading. That's why it's in the Bible, to help us. And so I feel like it's it's necessary, you know, to actually go through it and actually read what's happening along with the commentary that we that we give. And so, yeah, that's my two cents on it. How was your week, bro? God is good. It's been a great week, you know.
1: I'm, overall, we can get so... So distracted with life, man. So distracted with life and so consumed with our daily comings and goings, things we have to get done, deadlines we have to meet, goals we have to achieve. And it's it's a never-ending, never-ending rat race, as some people would call it. But at the same time, through it all, you might not be where you want to be, but you look back and you see God has brought you through another week. And that in itself is a blessing because, I mean, shoot, especially with a lot of things that happen in the world right now. A lot of people haven't made it to the end of the week. And so mm-hmm. we can never, we should never forget how blessed we truly are. Even when the we might be going through a storm, it doesn't mean that we're not blessed. And I think everyone needs to hold on to that because it's definitely
0: important. What about you? No, I, I agree, bro. My week was all right. I'm still, you know, still trying to get my health back 100 percent from when I was sick. Um <clears throat> but honestly, I'm blessed because my work week was in our body. You know, a lot of times towards the end of the month, that's when things really get. Mm-hmm. You guys got close, exactly. You're <laughs> trying to close the books and stuff like that, but yeah. So I mean, I had a I had a pretty light week. You know, did some shopping because I'm about to go to the Bahamas back home. Um, spend some time with family and friends, get some business taken care of, and you know, I feel I feel very well rested and you know, ready to to get into the word. That's a blessing. That is a blessing. So this week, we
1: will be coming from 1 Kings chapter yeah, 16. 16. Yep. Chapter 16. So as a recap of last week, last week we saw some of the descendants of Rehoboam and Jeroboam, how the state of Israel is still in disarray on, on both sides. But we see Abijam, who came up to Jeroboam, was bad and then we saw the fate that he, he he met and how god were became fulfilled and we also got an interesting character in uh judah the southern kingdom king asa who we see asa was essentially the first good king since pre-solomon who was any good in either kingdom mm. and we see asa c- cleaned up cleaned up judah got rid of all the idols got rid of the high places, even put his own grandmother from becoming queen mother because she made an, she made a, she made an image unto Asherah. hmm So, so we see Asa wasn't really, it was, it was pretty good, but we also, there was some hints in, uh, Chronicles. in Chronicles about some of the things he did. And then also we see at the, it was kind of also hints that his reign ended not as gracefully as it started. hmm But we said we'll leave that part to Chronicles and Discover and definitely read the Accounting
0: Chronicles for yourself. Yeah. And so. Go for it. Continue from our last episode. When I read a little bit into Abijam, who was, who pre, what would it call, pre, was was not your predecessor, what's the word? Descendant? No, the person that comes before you like, oh, pre, pre, predecessor. For, for, I, I I know that we're, we're not the know why I'm cutting my hip right forgive now. Forgive me, forgive me. Anyway, the person that preceded um Aza, mm-hmm. and that would have been his um you know father also. You understand? Mm-hmm. So when it was saying Maca, and in the King James, it was saying his mother. Or, you know what I'm saying? But it or, well, predecessor talk, predecessor. That's thank you. Um, you know we, we we were talking about the New King James with the King James, and um the King James using our term loosely there. Grand, their daughter, but it's really like, I'm sorry, yeah, his mother, but they was really talking about his grandmother, you know. And I, I did mention that Abijam and Asa were siblings, but that's not true. <clears throat> Asa was a descendant of Abijam, and that's the lineage of the kingdom of Judah. It goes David, Solomon, um, split, boom, right, split, split, split <laughs> right, <laughs> <rare> boom, <laughs> and then Abijam or Abijah. Um And then Asa That's where we left off And then In the kingdom of Israel And this can be confusing And it confuses me as well But I just trying to Lay it all out From Israel When During the After the split mm-hmm. Jeroboam was the first king The second king Was Nadab Yeah and He didn't last too long And he didn't last long I think it was two years And Last episode We mentioned that What well, his name is Pasha ba- Pasha. Bashar Overthrew um, Nadab's reign. So that's who's on the throne of Israel right now. So it's Basha in Israel, and it's Asa in um in Judah. That's where we left off in chapter 15, first Kings chapter 15.
1: Mm-hmm. So now we in first Kings chapter 16, and this this chapter is gonna be interesting because we're gonna run through several kings, all who are associated with the northern kingdom, the kingdom of Israel. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. It's actually going to be pretty interesting. It's going to be pretty interesting to me, at least. It was interesting to me. So in uh, chapter sixteen, verse one, then the word of the Lord came to Jehu the son of Hanai against Baasha, saying, "Inasmuch as I lifted you out of the dust and made you ruler over my people Israel, and you have walked in the way of Jeroboam and have made my people in Israel sin to provoke me to anger with their sins." Surely I will take away the prosperity of Bashar and the prosperity of his house, and I will make your house like Jeroboam, the son of Nabat. The dog shall eat whoever belongs to Basha and dies in the city, and the birds of the air shall eat whoever dies in the fields. So,
0: let me tell you something. There's a king that, um, famous king in Israel, husband of Jezebel, spoiler alert, um, And we know how, I know how they died. Mm -hmm. You understand? And it also fulfills prophecy, right? But for some reason, I thought that he was a descendant of Jeroboam. He actually wasn't. He actually was not. And so you can see now where Bashar overthrew Jeroboam, right? And clean slate. God has no problems with Bashar. You haven't done anything wrong, right? But now the prophet Jehu, or the man of God, who has the word of the Lord, Jehu, who's giving it to Basha, he's saying, "Yo, you act like Jeroboam, you gonna you gonna suffer the same curse of Jeroboam." So we see it continued, bro, and that's that's crazy. And what's so interesting to me is that Basha
1: is the very one God used to fulfill the prophecy that He spoke on the house of Jeroboam. Mm-hmm. So that's so interesting. So you are the one who made sure the birds of the field ate their flesh, and the dogs of the city ate their flesh. You were the one who God used to fulfill that. Yep. You didn't learn from that. Nope. You came doing the same thing that he did, and now the same curse that you fulfilled, now is going to come against you. Yes. Which is so wild. It's
0: unfortunate, bro. <laughs> and, and, you know, it was hard for me to speak on... No, it shouldn't have been hard for me to speak on Jeroboam. See, this one thing, I didn't really speak on Jeroboam because for some reason, I thought he was a pagan... But no, bro, he was an Israelite, bro. He was. He was an Israelite. So he he knew better from the jump, bro. They all did. They all knew better. Because I was just about to say, yeah, this guy, he's he's from the tribe of Issachar, I think. He's from one of them tribes. Forgive me, y'all. But I was saying, yo, so he's he from Issachar. the tribes. Right? So he's from the tribes. So he should know God. But no, all of them were from the tribes. Mm-hmm. Fox, all of them were from the tribes. And guess what? Jeroboam reigned for, what, was it 21 years? 20-something 20 years. I 22. Think it's 22 years, right? His son reigned for two years. Mm-hmm. So it's only been 24 years of this apostasy that y'all had. So it's not like, bro, this been going on for generations and generations. That's just the culture of it. It's still relatively new. Now, granted, a lot could happen. A lot could change in 22 years. We just had a pandemic two years ago. A lot has changed since then. We have a new norm where you see someone with a mask, it's not abnormal. But back then, you see someone with a mask and you think they have some type of diabolical. Venereal <laughs> <diabolical laughs> disease. Yeah, real dog, bro. You think they have some type of contagious, crazy thing. But it's like, we can see how things. It doesn't take that long for, for stuff to change, basically. It, you know what I mean?
1: It doesn't. And to me, it always, like, it's interesting, right? Because just to set the scene for people who really just saying like, God just fed up with these people. Remember, it's the same God who is slow to anger. So like, just imagine how much evilness was really happening for God to be like, yo, no, I have to get rid of this. Like I have to put an end to this. Like you have, you have your reign. Like you, you cannot last going in the way that you go hmm. because we know God characteristics don't change. And if it's the same God who's slow to love, I mean, slow to anger, abounding in love and mercy and grace, willing to forgive. Hmm. And he's saying, like, I, I can't I I
0: can't stand this. You guys are really angering me. Right, you're provoking me. <laughs> you know, it's, some, it's, it's one thing you make someone marginal, but it's another thing you provoke them. You're provoking them. You're picking at me, bro. you continuously doing this thing. It's like, it's like so I feel like Solomon was provoking God because Solomon, the sins that was outlined in the Bible were the exact sins that he was not supposed to do. Like, mm-hmm. exact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you could have... See, the way David sinned, David in like a human type of sin, like thou shall not commit adultery, thou shall not murder, type of thing, right? That's 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 the standard for every human. Mm-hmm. But it was it was it was a different standard for kings. On top of you know the standard, you are not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that. Solomon was breaking that, right? But these people, not only are they breaking the commandments, um, by worshiping idols and stuff, but they creating ways. To break the commandments, bro. And to me, that's like, that's like you, um, you really, you, you picking out, you picking on me now, bro. Like you really, you really got beef with me. Yeah. You going out your way. You going out your way. You going out your way to to break. It's like, it's not probably if you, if you subscribe to a new religion, bro, if you like decide to subscribe to the, like the Ammonite cause and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. that's one form of abomination. But you saying, no, bro, I create my own foolishness, bro. You see what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I get it. <laughs> God regards him, bro. Y'all really provoking me to yeah. anger. And so y'all can get... What y'all asking for. Y'all can get what y'all asking for.
1: And so now in verse 5. Now the rest of the acts of Basha, what he said, and his might, are they not written in the chronicles of the kings of of Israel? So Basha rested with his father's and was buried in Tarzah. Then Ella, his son, Elah, Ella, Pronunciation, however, you guys tend to pronounce it. Yeah. Reigned in his place, and also the word of God came by the prophet Jehu, the son of Hanai, against Basha and his house, because of all the evil that they did in the sight of the Lord, and provoking him to anger with the work of his hands, and being like the house of Jeroboam, and because he killed them. Also Jehu. He was a long-tenured prophet. When you go in Chronicles, you can see, like, yo, Jehu was around for a good long time, too. Oh, yeah, I remember Jehu. Jehu was around for a good long time. And it's, well it's so interesting now because you're actually starting to see, like, again, we at the point in the Bible where you have multiple kings reigning at different two different kingdoms, prophets prophesying to both. Yep. And there's a lot of pieces that start floating around, especially if the especially if the accounts and kings and the accounts and chronicles, where you get like some information over here and some more information over here, you got to piece together how the story, like just kind of how, how these how some of these king reigns went. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting. So again, it's gonna be a lot to keep straight even for ourselves. But again, it's like the the fun of reading
0: the Bible. But it's, yeah, you can see why Ellen named the thing prophets and kings yeah, because that's all you got. Yeah, you got prophets and you got kings, but that's Fox. And you know. We we had made a we had made a statement about the man of God who came to Jeroboam mm-hmm. and we were questioning, bro, there probably wasn't any prophets in the land of Israel. Mm-hmm. Now you can see that's that's not the case. They definitely had prophets in the land of Israel, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so we can see where they popping up, bro. This prophet, unless Jehu was 24 years old, you know what I'm saying? He probably was around for, a while, for yep. a while too. So
1: And then we see in the 26th year of uh, reading verse 8 now, in the 26th year of the king of Esau... King of Judah, and again, King Asa reigned 41 years. Mm-hmm. So now we're seeing now Asa has another king in Israel who was like co-reigning with him over in Israel, reigning around the same time. Elah the son of Basha became king over Israel and reigned two years in Tarzah. Now his servant Zimri, commander of half of his chariots, conspired against him, and he was in Tarzah drinking himself drunk in the house of Arzah, steward of the house of Tarzah. And Zimri ran in and struck him and killed him in the 27th year of the reign of King Asa of Judah. And he and reigned in his place. Then it came to pass when, when he began to reign, as soon as he was seated on the throne, that he killed all the house of Baasha. He did not leave one male, neither of his relatives, nor of his friends. Hmm. Dang, the friends too? Mercy. Zimri destroyed all the household of Basha, according to the word of the Lord. Which he spoke against Basha by Jehu the prophet. For all the sins of Basha and the sins of Elah, his son. <laughs> the friends too. By which they had sinned and by which they had made Israel sin in provoking the Lord God of Israel with their idols. Now the, now the rest of the acts of Elah, are they not... And all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles
0: of the king of Israel? All right, watch the company you keep, bro. Definitely. You can, you can fall victim to the curse just by... <laughs> Just by being around, bro. And was interesting
1: too, and so now we see for I me mean, just to paint the picture now, we see Ela, his he got betrayed by his own army general, mm-hmm. essentially. Like so You he, mean Bashar? Yeah, Bashar, my yeah. bad. Bashar got got overthrown by his own army general. Mutiny.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's just wild. Yeah, and he ain't got no mercy neither. He like, but he's killing all y'all, bro. So it's like you could see he he was on a mission for real, like. Nah. No, it was Elah. Elah the son of Basha. So we're talking about Eli. So Basha already
1: He died in like first seven. Oh, so it was like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: my bad. My bar, my bar. No, that's all
1: good. But 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 then again, and, and again, obviously the the northern kingdom specifically started to just function like all the other ancient Israelite cities. Mm-hmm. Because remember, what David did in not killing Saul's family was a rarity. Mm-hmm. Typically, when a king comes to the throne, and we see this in all movies and all medieval times and all type of different historical stuff, if a king usurps the throne as in didn't come from a family line, they're gonna kill all of the heirs of that line. For the
0: mere fact that they don't want anyone challenge their claim to the throne. Right. But it's like, <clears throat> that was commonplace. And it's like, it makes sense. It's logical. But David was moving the way I'm, God, you exactly, know what I'm saying? And, and, exactly. And, him too. and you see it work out because, you know, not, this wasn't God's plan, but those people died eventually anyway. And um, the reason why I say it wasn't God's plan, because it was like some of, um, what his name is? Ab- so long. Solomon. Ab- was in, one? It was an Amnon, Amnon, oh no, no, no. no. Um, Ahithophel, what's what's um, what Jonathan's son name was again? Oh, Meshibosheth. Meshibosheth. Meph- Ishbosheth was the king. I, I remember it was one of them. It was, it was something like that. <laughs> Ishbosheth was the king when David, when David came on the throne, and you can mm-hmm. see he. It was mutiny in his camp too. And David punished the people who was disloyal to them. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say it wasn't God's intent, you know what I'm saying, for them to double cross them. But at the end of the day, you're all moving, y'all moving crazy. Y'all wave off God's protection by being disobedient. And you know, you get you're gonna be given over to all manner of you know circumstances. So so yeah, so so David didn't do that. Even Jeroboam didn't do that, but he was trying to, though. Jeroboam was trying to kill kill because they was at war all day for all day days. The Bible say. Jeroboam remember Rehoboam was actually because remember Rehoboam went to go try to kill Jeroboam first. Yeah, no Solomon went to go kill, try to <laughs> kill Jeroboam first. <laughs> you see, they said and so, Rehoboam tried to continue that off, and I guess they the Lord even allowed them to kill each other. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's and it's interesting too because we see God still giving the Northern Kingdom chance after chance mm-hmm. to get it right, and so far they have yet to get it right. Fox, which is. Peculiar. So now we get to Zimri, because we know Zimri just overthrew Elah. So in the 27th year of King Asa of Judah, Zimri had reigned in Terzah seven days. Mercy. This man only reigned for a week. Mercy. A week. And the people were encamped against Gibbethon. Which belonged to the Philistines. Now the people who were encamped heard it said, "Zimri has conspired and also has killed the king." So all Israel made Omri, the command of the army, king over Israel that day in the camp. And Omri and all Israel went, and all Israel with him went up to, from Gibbethon, and they besieged Terza. And it happened when Zimri saw that the city was taken, that he went into the citadel of the king's house and burned the king's house down upon himself with fire and died. Right. Because of the sins which he had committed in doing evil in the sight of the Lord, walking in the way of Jeroboam, and and in his sin which, had, which he had committed to make Israel sin. The rest of the acts of Zimri and the treason he committed, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the king of Israel?
0: So you can see that he, he fulfilled prophecy too because he killed Elah, right? But also he followed in he followed in Jeroboam, So he he went for a week. One week. And he was still doing foolishness. And it's like, all right, your treason and your idolatry, all of these things, but we, we can cut it short, bro. Like, but what's interesting too is like we see like this one
1: this is what we see. The people was like, yeah, no, we don't we, we, we don't even want that. him yeah. as king.
0: Yeah, we we're don't so, we're that. so
1: peculiar. They were like, we don't want him, so pardon me, Omri was Omri, we're gonna make you king. Mm-hmm. And then they put Omni on the throne. And so, and also, is Zimri the, what, third person who we have, have documented who killed themselves
0: mm. in the Bible so far? That's what I just We have Ahithophel. We have Samson. We have Samson. That You know, people might want to debate that, but it is what it is. Uh, and then, You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, that, that, I that, think he's in the third. I feel like we're missing one. I don't know.
1: But I, I think that's only third. Samson, Ahithophel, and Felon, Alzimri. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Interesting. Oh, probably Saul. Technically Saul. Yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. Technically. Uh, that one's a little weird, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Saul. So fourth. Yeah. And two were kings. And one was a judge. That's wild. All of them royal, really. You know what I mean? <laughs> All of them were leaders. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting little nugget.
1: So now Omri, Omri is only interesting, but his interesting facts, anyway, we're going to read this part and i probably going to give some extra stuff Mm -hmm. from history, but the people of Israel were divided into two parts, this is reading in verse 21, the people of Israel were divided into two parts, half of the people followed Tibni, the son of Ginnath to make him king and followed, and the other half followed Imri, Omri, sorry, the people, but the people who followed Omri prevailed over the people who followed Tibni, the son of Genah. So Tibni died, and Omri reigned. In the twenty, in the thirty-first year of King Azar, king of Judah, Om, Omri became king over Israel and reigned twelve years. Hmm. Six years he reigned in Taza, and he bought the hill of Samaria from Shem from Shemar for two talents of silver. Yeah. and he built on the hill and called. The name of that city which he built, Samaria, Samaria. Yeah. Which is going to be pretty popular from pretty this... popular
0: in the New Testament. Well, well, the rest of the Old Testament, yeah. too. You
1: know what I mean? After the name of after the name of Shimmer, the owner of the hill, Omri did evil in the in the eyes of the Lord, and did worse than all who were before him. He walked in the ways of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, and in his sin, which he had made Israel sin, provoking the Lord God of Israel to anger with their idols. Now the rest of the acts of Omri, which and now the rest of the Acts of Omni, which he did and which he might have showed, are they not written in the Book of Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Omni rested with his father's and was buried in Samaria. Then his then Ahab his son reigned in his
0: place. So this is the birth of that city that we're gonna hear about throughout the Old Testament, or throughout Chronicles and stuff like that. And then in the New Testament, I feel like they they already have a whole different connotation. By the time we get to the New Testament.
1: Yep, 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 yep. And so so a couple facts about Omni, right? I mean, because people in the Bible, his son gets way more negative shine than he does, Mm -hmm. right? But when you read in Micah, Micah chapter 5 or Micah's chapter 6, someplace around in Micah. Sorry, I should probably have these things written down before time, right? But someplace in Micah, it essentially talks about the laws that we see Om, Omri set up and that Ahab just built upon. So now the difference between we gonna get into Ahab way more in, spe- in way, way more in depth, right? But the difference between Ahab and Omni, <coughs> excuse me. I mean not, A- <coughs> not Ahab and Omri. Difference between Jeroboam and Omni it was,
0: Jer- it was Micah six, by the way.
1: Micah six. Yeah. All right. So like, <coughs> but the difference between like Jeroboam and Omri. Jeroboam and all of his flaws. His objectives was still to serve God, to still serve the Lord, but he was doing, he was serving the Lord almost like his own way, which we discussed in that episode. Go back, that's like probably five episodes, five or six episodes by now. But Jeroboam was still trying to serve the one true God, but he did it in his way and not the way God wanted to be worshipped.
0: Right.
1: Omni and Ahab, we're going to see, essentially say, you know what? Forget worshipping God at all. Hmm. We gonna worship who we wanna worship and do it our way. And so it's like it was like a complete rejection of God altogether. Mm. And then now in his in his his in history is crazy because Omni is actually one of the more popular Israelite kings in historical terms. You actually have other nations who wrote about the conquest of Omni and how mighty he actually was, which Mm. is actually so crazy. But in the Bible, will give him a chance because the Bible ain't going to glorify that For at sure. all. For sure. Because he wasn't really operating under God, but it's like other nations actually respected Omni in a weird way. And we see like the capital of Samaria, that was, that was going to be now the Northern Kingdom's capital city, just like how Jerusalem was in the south. Samaria is going to be the capital city. And you see he built it on a hill. He essentially built a fortress on the hill as his capital city now. So it, could, so it couldn't be easily taken. And we see Omni, ironically... Had one of the longer reigns we see so far from someone in the, even though it was only like twelve years,
0: but yeah, still it was longer than a week and, and longer, years, and then, exactly. And
1: then, and then, <clears throat> but again, it's, it's 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 interesting this character Omni, because ahab we are gonna be in ahab a couple of chapters now, but is is peculiar that
0: the descriptions we we have of Omni. I was trying to pull up, like my, a my, my six for sixteen. Um. So that we could actually read these statues um that he had in I I think I got it. Don't go for it. I don't know, my Not yet again. Micah six for sixteen. No, that's interesting though, but what I did realize about the Bible, especially early on in um in Exodus, when we um when we could when we was trying to figure out who was the was the pharaoh at the time. From then I realized that, you know, the the the, the the authors of the Old Testament, well, of the Bible, they're not gonna give. They 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 sticking to the biblical theme, um, the theme of the coming Messiah. You know what I'm saying? We're mm-hmm. not gonna deviate and give the devil credit or give these people who um were not according to God's plan that type of credit. You feel me? Like they name, um, we we. we multiple times we we they mentioned Pharaoh in Exodus or well, through the Bible so far, right? But we don't even know which Pharaoh, which Pharaoh was was around. And it was such a pivotal time when the Egyptian when the um when the Egyptians enslaved the Israelites the first time. It's like, bro, you know, give us give us something, but no, I'm not giving the shine. Mm-hmm. And you see, even last week, they were talking about how uh, last episode we were talking about how Asa gave the um some of the jewels and the gold and silver from the temple to the king of Syria. They didn't even imagine who the king of Syria was. Syria is is a country rich in history. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this extra biblical history we're talking about. And so yeah, the Bible ain't giving you too much. Um, you know, they ain't giving you too much credit. They ain't giving you credit if you ain't if you ain't in the Bible narrative. But I have um Micah 6 for 16. Uh wait, do you have it? Because I have it on Bible Gateway, and they only give me one verse. And I, yeah, yeah, and the
1: funny thing about like is the, like it like I remember like, I, I pull it up. Mm-hmm. So you observe all the statues of Om, Omri, Omri, and all the practice of Ahab's house, and you have followed their traditions. Therefore, I will give you over to ruin, and your people over to de, de, desertion, derision, and you will bear the scorn of the nation. So don't because like don't really go into detail of what his what his statues were, but. From other historical and other like biblical commentators, you can get the idea that Om, Omri set up the stones for Ahab and Ahab just yeah, went he, local. He complete them. He threw
0: the oop yeah. and Ahab <laughs> dunked him. Yeah. It. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But but again, so now so now we kind of see like the complete perversion because Jeroboam, and we see to this point, Jeroboam was the most wickedest king. And his main wicked thing was like, you know, he introduced idols and stuff to be worshipped, but he was still, he had the main objective, but he went about it the completely wrong way and God was not pleased with that. And everyone else after that never corrected him in the Northern Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And they went along with what Jeroboam was doing. But now we see Omni and, again, they So so I don't want to steal the thunder too much. We're going to see they really say, you know what, forget God altogether. We're going to remove that influence completely and we're going to worship
0: the pagan gods. And so, another thing with Omri, right? hmm You see, Micah, Micah prophesied, but it was a prophecy that was talking about both Omri and AR mm-hmm. but even now, when it comes to Omri, we don't we don't hear nothing about Micah in here. and I only say that to say that moving forward, it's going to be other prophets that happen concurrently during the time that we mentioned, but it might not be. Written in the Book of Kings, it might be in Chronicles and not Kings, vice versa, or it might be in neither. But when you when we go and read these prophets, we realize, oh, this was during this time. Dude, we gonna have to we gonna get some callbacks. When I read the Bible last year, um, twenty like from twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two, I started to realize. Oh, and I say this on a part. I think we were in the, we were recording by your, by your house and everything because I was saying when I was reading through Kings, I'm like, bro. Man, it was another guy named Nebuchadnezzar. You know what I mean? Because, you know, like, oh, you off Jeroboam, the first Jeroboam, the second, et cetera, et cetera right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, we in Kings, and they talking about this Nebuchadnezzar coming around. I'm like, bro, I know Nebuchadnezzar when we get to the book of Daniel, because I'm thinking the Old Testament is chronological all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking Micah hopping the closest time before, like, the Jesus. And that still might be true. I, I'm not really too familiar with the time period of that. But... <laughs> It's like, you can't have, I can't have two of these books happening at the same, t- like one has to come after the other, even mm-hmm. though this book talks about, a whole, Kings I'm talking about, it talks about a whole span of time, right? And then afterwards, we're going to get into the specific prophets that happened during this span of time, but I have to give you the summary first, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to give you what, like the details, the more specifics. And so, you know, that's a little Bible, little Bible, Bible trivia. Yep.
1: <laughs> And so now we are in verse 29 in the 38th year of Asa, king of Judah. Think about it. Asa been on the throne, what's this, 41 years. This is the seventh, sixth or seventh king Mm. he has seen over the northern kingdom. Mercy. He just running through him. It's funny, like, by the time... Hey, by the time word might have get them that Zimri is king, you know, like, oh, oh,
0: oh, nope. Om, Omri is king now. We're Bro, like, literally, by the time they get to Judah, it's like, someone else... It's like, they send one messenger and then they send another messenger. messenger on a horse or something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. That's wild. In the 30th year of king, of king Asaph, king of Judah, Ahab, the son of Omri, became king over Israel. And Ahab, the son of Omri, reigned over reigned over Israel and Syria 22 years. Now, Ahab the son of Omri did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. Mm. And it came to pass as though it had been a trivial thing for him to walk Mm. in the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, that he took his wife, Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbaal, king of the Sidonians. And he went and served Baal and worshipped him, and he set up an altar for Baal in the temple of Baal, which he had built in Samaria. Hmm. And Ahab made a wooden image. Ahab did more to provoke the Lord, pardon me, God of Israel, to anger than all the other kings of Israel who were before him. In the days of Heal of Bethel, in the days of Heal of Bethel, built Jericho he laid its foundation with Abraham, Abraham, his firstborn, and with his youngest son, Seagab, he set up its gates according to the word of the Lord, which he had spoken through Joshua, the son of Nun. So. It's crazy. Like, that's a lot to unpack right there in these, like, what, five verses.
0: Right, but I want to go over something that I said earlier in this same episode. Mm -hmm. I was saying, I think my words were, it's one thing to worship a new religion. It's another thing to create. Your mm-hmm. own religion, right mm-hmm. here, we see this man Ahab did not create his own religion yet he had done more evil than any of the kings before. you understand, so I just want to say my thought process, probably wrong in that you know what I'm saying what I was saying earlier the thing about Ahab <clears throat> I don't know if you remember, of course you remember, but just for the for the um for the listeners when we went when we were doing when we were reading um the book of Joshua. With the battle of Jericho, mm-hmm. right? Everybody familiar with it for the most part, you know. It was a, Jericho is a fortified city, and in the battle of Jericho, Jericho. <laughs> and it's like the city was almost—it was almost impossible to get to them because their walls were so high and so strong and stuff like that. Because it was fortified, mm-hmm. and you know they circled around the city seven days. They blew the trumpets on on the last day. And the walls came crumbling down, as, as the song goes. You know, mm-hmm. um, it was a lady named um, Rahab who they saved because she was supportive of the Most High God, and she helped the spies or whatever. Check out one of our earlier episodes as we go through it. But one thing that I do remember from that chapter, and I hadn't, I haven't read that chapter in months, but it says that you should not rebuild these walls. I think it was even a curse. I think God even said I, like I got it right here so yeah. in
1: Joshua 6 verse 26 and then Joshua charged them with a the curse this is after the walls already came down and they already like you know took what they Found needed of the from, city, yeah. exactly and so then Joshua charged them with a the, Josh, Joshua charged them at that time saying cursed be the man for the Lord cursed be the man before the Lord who rises up and builds the city of Jericho he shall lay its foundation with his firstborn and with his youngest, he shall set up its gates.
0: So now let's go back to First Kings chapter sixteen, verse thirty-four. Um, let me change to New King James. You remember that, ex- and I want you to keep that, keep that um, quote nearby. Um, that same, the, the last, um, the last thing you said about the firstborn, or whatever. And now you can see where these people really, you know, when God just say, as if a walk like it was a like it was like it was nothing to walk. In, in the sin, like verse 31, and it came to pass as though it had been a trivial thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam. Right? They talking about Ahab. They are like, bro, this ain't nothing, bro. And let me show y'all this is not nothing. I'm going to literally disobey God, like intentionally. It's, it says in verse 34, in his days, they talk about Ahab's days. Heel of Bethel, right? This is in Israel, built Jericho. Bethel. That's that go all the way back to, to Genesis. You know? mm-hmm. um, Jacob, you know what I'm saying, went to Bethel. Um <clears throat> so he built Jericho. He laid his foundations with Abiram, his firstborn, and with his youngest Sigub, he set up its gates. Mm-hmm. And so they take take time and build this city. You understand? So from my first my firstborn helped me with the, the foundation. When I get down to my my last, my, my youngest, he helped me to establish the gates. Um, and so they did this specifically. It goes on to say, um, he set up his gates according to the word of the Lord, which he had spoken through Joshua, the son of Nun. And so they followed this prophecy, not really prophecy, but they followed this curse to the T. they like, bro, I'm going to do, I'm going to fulfill this curse. Exactly how you all say,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to do everything so I can be cursed. One hundred percent. If you say this is what's gonna happen to be cursed, yeah, I'm doing that. They I'm was, doing that.
1: They was being very De-
0: provocative, right? Like they provoking God.
1: Very defiant. My <laughs> very, very defiant. Oh my! It's is is so it's it's so much things there, right? Because now even before we even get to like the the Jericho part, right? We see what he's doing. He purposely going outside of the kingdom yep. to find a wife. Yep. And so we see he went. To the, who, Sidonians? Yep, Sidonians. Sidonians. Yep. Definitely not f- friends of God. Nope. Then he also said, okay, got a wife from there, went there and served Baal. And that ain't even enough. No. What he he do? He could bring it back. He built a temple. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: A t- like, it's one thing to, like, <laughs> like, like it's one thing to say, okay, we can build a altar. Like, that's still wrong, Right. Right. But a temple is a more permanent place of worship. For sure, bro. you know what I'm saying. Like, For sure. we are dedicating this area, this building, to solely worship
0: a foreign god. Yes, the Baals, bro. We, that God hates. Right. We we learned about the Baals. Dated all bro. This hundreds of years, bro. This is all the book of Judges and Joshua time. Mm-hmm. They going all the way back to like right after Torah was 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 finished written was finished. Um, Writing being written, I don't know. They're going right back to that time and they're like, boy, let me let me just follow all the stuff that Israel was doing back then when they was putting all curses in them land. All right, yo, we worshiping the Baals. You understand what I'm saying? You know what? Y'all destroyed Jericho. I re-establish in Jericho. You know what I mean? Because we don't care about this most high God person. Like, like you can't see these things and say. Bro, you know, much, know, like, you know how much centuries later this was? That's this what now? I'm saying. That's, that's like, what tripping me They're all really going on your way now. They're going all the way back, bro. Jericho. Bro, how many cities have been destroyed, bro? Like. Geez. How many cities have been destroyed, bro? Bro, they didn't conquer the whole land. Uh, that's, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, <laughs> the Egyptians destroyed cities. Right? David destroyed cities. Like, how many cities have been destroyed, but you all want Jericho? Why? Because it was cursed. Because, you know, God does not want that to be. Purposely defiant, right, bro? I'm like, bro, like you're all intentional. You are <laughs> intentional, purposely about defiant. defiant, and so that, like,
1: oh my! And it's interesting too, because it's like he built the city of Jericho. He laid its foundation with Abram, his firstborn, and with his youngest son, Siggiv. He set up the gates according to the word of the Lord, which had spoken through the son of Joshua, the son of Joshua, the son of Nun. Ah, oh my! At the co- so see, this is what I was saying, like, at the cost... So the the footnotes say, at the cost of the life of... And so, because I read in, like, a couple different, like, commentators saying that it was like... So, forget the commentators, right? Historically, it's been, like, some ancient Mesopotamian cities, they had foundation sacrifices where they actually bury the kids mm. and the foundation and the gates as they're erecting these new monuments in these new cities. Mm. And so... It also could be interpreted that there his firstborn and his youngest son were sacrificed mm-hmm. in the building of Jericho,
0: bro. If you worship the Baals, bro, it's like sacrifices. It's like it's not that it's not far fetched at all. Bro, exactly. Bro. It's like, so it's a normal religious <laughs> practice, bro. Like. And and so
1: it's like the Bible really setting up here in the first introduction, Ahab, how evil and corrupt he really was. Mm-hmm. Child sacrifices were. Mm, on the table. Mm-hmm. He set up a temple to a foreign god in Israel. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> I'm letting y'all know. What's up, bro? We, we bailed bail followers Far worse. And, and it's so interesting, too. Like, his wife, Jezebel. I mean, people who don't even, like, know the Bible just know Jezebel just ain't nothing you want to name your children just because of the negative connotations that she has in the Bible that far reaches just popular culture to this day. Like...
0: Bro, and you know what's interesting about that? In the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of symbology in that book. And it's like you can take it literally if you want to, you know what I'm saying? That's a different story for a different time. Cause I do believe sometimes the Bible is so multi layered that it means this thing literally, but then it also speaks in metaphor. Like Some
1: physical, yeah, metaphorical meanings.
0: Exactly. And so when I read last year when I when I was going through Kings, I read this time, I'm like. Why, whenever someone say Jezebel, they they think of it you as a harlot, bro, or like a prostitute. The lady was a queen, bro. Like, like we don't have no like it. I I I want to say it's none in this book, if not very little about any like sexuality, like type of situation. It was more so idol worship, like intense idol worship, killing of prophets, right? But then when you go to Revelation, when they speak about Jezebel, they talk about the harlot, right? And it's like. I take that as as it's probably it's probably literal too. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. But I take that as the metaphorical thing. It's like the church is a like they when they say women, woman in the Bible, especially um Revelation, they that's like symbol symbology for the church. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like the bride of Christ type of situation, right? And so it's like <clears throat> you a harlot. That means. You are not faithful to your groom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You are going out to all type of other things. And as you can see the metaphor here. Jezebel leading them to the Baals. Baal is like, Baal is like the word Baal actually in, in the English language, it, it translates to Lord. Mm-hmm. You understand? So it's like different lords of the Lord of this or the God of this. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, even in even when we look in, in, in um, I think it's in Judges, when God speaks, he say, they worship the Baals, plural. Because it's multiple types of them. Mm-hmm. And so Jezebel, <clears throat> one thing that I like have received from this is that like Jezebel, who was, uh, a, a, she was a princess and now she's the queen of Israel now, she was big on turning people away from Christ, who was our, who was our groom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I uh, get you to be unfaithful to Christ type of situation, which makes you spiritually a harlot. You know what I'm saying? But even so... The harlot term is stamped on her, as I said in Revelation. And so when we think about Jezebel, 100% you think harlot, bro. 100%. Yeah. Like Jezebel and Delilah, Jezebel worse, though, in my opinion. Oh, hands down. Yeah, yeah, hands, hands down. Because I feel like people even name their child Delilah. And it's like, when you really, when you really, when you right, when you really analyze Delilah, bro, because she was an Israelite, we don't know what, what her moral compass even was to begin with, bro. She might have been a patriot in her country because she like, bro, but she captured it. She won't get something to fall, bro. Like, real talk, bro. Like, it's like, bro, like you. She get a couple medals, bro. Real talk, you feel me? So it's like, I can see people not really um, villainizing that name as much, just depending on the circumstance. But when it comes to this lady, Jezebel, bro, I don't know anybody that's t- like Christian-esque, that support. Yeah, because like Jezebel
1: <laughs> directly opposed God. Mm-hmm. Like Delilah just captured a guy who was... Very much chasing his own selfly desires. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, again, Delilah is no peach on the beach. Right. But Jezebel make Delilah almost look like a saint. Oh, for sure.
0: Make <laughs> like, it look like Mother Teresa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, now, what are your thoughts on this? Seven kings that we just, well, we just ran through. Eli, Zimri, Omri, Ahab... Mm-hmm. Bashar. And Bashar. That's Is like five it? kings right now we I just roll through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: None of them good. All of them during the reign of King Esau. <laughs> like, like just overall, like what's your thoughts
0: on that? I I about the spoiled Zapmucha already spoiled. And we look at the Northern Kingdom. Yeah, we know. Yeah. We know. <laughs> yeah, But it's still like
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, because granted, we 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 got about like what ten more of them to go. Well, well thirteen more, I think. Probably. But still. It's, it's it's still wild, man. Because we see like they still had chances, like
0: definitely had chances. <laughs> they definitely had, all they had was chances, bro. <laughs> see, I feel like <laughs> can't you say my dog. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. All they had, is, bro. <laughs> you're the king, bro. You know what I mean? And you, oh. y'all obviously know the history. Mm-hmm. Y'all know the history, bro. Mm-hmm. And you, but y'all trying to y'all trying to line on the opposite side of history. Mm-hmm. I see this today in Christianity. I see this today in people who of young people who have left the fold, bro, and now they want to literally be the opposite of what Christianity is. Bro, I have young people who feel like they hip, right? And they um they want they want they want to play with the spirits, bro. Mercy. I, and I have a friend on Facebook and her whole thing, she tries to <laughs> she tries to bring this spirituality type of look on. I believe I believe in her heart she's a Christian but she wants to be free like spiritually and and of like um connection to all type of different spirits bro mm-hmm. like truthfully bro and so like like they i hear people say bro oh you all talking about spirits are bad but you all you all you all have a holy spirit in your religion you you understand what i'm saying it's like bro you 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 understand you understand a little bit about about the bible right and so now you use it to twist it you feel me to do what what you want to do uh you're negative you purposely trying to use the Bible um in a way to support this crazy thing that you're trying to do just like um what's his name um he you know the you know the word but you know the curse bro and mm-hmm. so you use that to do y'all whatever practice you're trying to do for whatever but what I don't know what reason you needed to rebuild Jericho, bro. Every city that y'all live in, y'all could have to y'all could just build a wall around these cities. You know what I mean? Why you why you going back to Jericho specifically and like, boy, we we can we, can, we can run this back type of thing. You, you trying to be defiant, bro. There's no other reason. You know? Mm-hmm. That's my that's my take on that, bro. Like, um, it's a lot of it's a lot of people, it's a lot of kings that we already went through. Mm-hmm. And some some lives were, were, were longer or shorter than others, right? But it's funny because we can't sit there and say your life, your length of life is directly tied biblically in these chapters to how good or how bad you are. We mm-hmm. have um what's the name killing your own life? He only ran for a week. You see what I'm saying? It yeah. Zim, was it Zimri? Yeah. Yeah, he only he only yeah, Zimri. He only ran for a week, right? But we 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 um the Bible said that AI was the worst. You know, AI ran for a while. You know what I mean? We have Abai Jam who ran for like a couple of years. I want to say like two or two years. You know what I mean? But he wasn't as bad as the people after him, Jeroboam, who was the worst king at the time. You feel me? He ran twenty years or so. You know, and so like we can see how God is slow to anger, bro. In the book of, in the book of Peter, bro, it said God is not slack with His promises, right? Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing, but he delays his coming so that more people have a chance to be saved. Fox. You understand? So, bro, when we read this, we can take the approach, oh, wicked, 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 God cursing, X, Y, Z. But, bro, there's still compassion and grace within all within all of this. You know, in Ezekiel, um, Ezekiel, they talk about how God does not delight in, in the death of the wicked, but it, his will is that we all repent and be saved. We have all of these people who are wicked, bro. They doing, bro. They making up new ways to be wicked. You feel me? And they're gonna get what, you know, what curses they put on their life. God mm-hmm. is God is righteous, so He's going to deal with them according to their works, right? According to their evil works or whatever. But at the end of the day, God don't don't delight in that. That's something we need to remember. I remember my friend, my boy Johnny was telling me, bro. Some people need to be happy that God isn't the same. Like way as the Old Testament, you know what I mean? His he, his point was that you know we can see where we get struck down by lightning, right? wrath, you can really feel our wrath, right? But it's like, truthfully, if we really, if we being real with the Old Testament, bro, that ain't even the case, bro. We can't even we can't even honestly say there's 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 a difference for real, bro. And then obviously the Bible said that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? Mm-hmm. But then guess what? We have these people who making religions. Who worshiping false idols who literally doing the specifically the things that God say not to do. And leading the whole nation to do the same. And leading the nation and they living, bro. They living for years, bro. So you think just because I um and I ain't here measuring sins or oh, nothing, but you think someone who's a murderer, right? Oh you better be lucky God ain't ain't, um, ain't the same type of God, but God would strike you down a long time. You know what I mean? You can't you can't equate that. So when you have a whole lead up, bro, who is uh, who is literally erasing everything that God just did, putting in idols and and influencing you have such a reach, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like we can see where God was merciful to, um, even the kings of Israel and Judah, right? And and I'm saying merciful in that they still had time, mm-hmm. always had time, bro. I um. I, I I've been thinking about uh I just been thinking of my mortality a lot this week. Obviously, I have you know stuff going on mm-hmm. with my farm and stuff like that. And and it's like like you have time, bro. It's like from you have time, you have opportunity. I think about the thief on the cross. He was running out of time, and he he identified that. And so with the limited amount of time he had. He was able to secure his life. We don't know what type of life he had before. He could have been a a devout follower and then turned, you know what I'm saying, went down the wrong path. He could have boxed it and end up, you know, a criminal. You know, he could have been a career criminal the whole time. He could have been a person who never cared about his salvation ever until the last minute. But the fact of the matter is he had a last minute and he was able to make Make his, you know, dedicate his life to Christ. I would say, and so, looking at all of these, all of these kings, yeah, they 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 went, they they got worse and worse. We seen that all throughout the Bible already. Though from Judges, we see how the judges was just going worse and worse. But we also see is that when they cry and ask for help, the Lord still provided. When we talk about um Abijam last week, who was one of the kings of Israel, he. He was not, he did not follow after God. But when he needed God, he cried unto God, and God answered. And so my, the, um, the thing I, I want to just kind of end with is that we serve a God who is our Father. He is our protector. he is our provider. You know, he is not slack to his promises, but he is patient so that no one can be lost. His desire is, he does not delight in the death of the wicked, but he delights that the wicked turn from their wickedness and repent so that they may be saved. So the fact that we have life right now, the fact that we have opportunity, we have a chance to repent, and we have a chance of salvation. During Asa's 41-year reign in Judah, Israel saw six new kings. And while Asa and the land of Judah were following the Most High God, the kings of Israel had been sliding deeper and deeper into apostasy. But the Lord rose up a prophet by the name of Elijah to speak against Israel's idolatrous ways and to bring forth a famine in the land. But we'll talk more about that on the next episode of A Breath of, of, a fresh, breath air. of fresh Air. This week's episode included voice acting by your host, Earl Roberts and the car's Gate. Remember to go ahead and research on your own in order to get a more firm understanding of tonight's episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can follow us on social media at A Breath of Fresh Air Pod on Instagram and B O F A P O D on Twitter. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you next week.